All right, welcome to episode five of the Weirdly Normal podcast. So first of all, a an apology that it's taken me this long to get another episode out. Uh, life has been happening in full swing. I've been busy. I was sick for a little bit, had some time away from the gym out of Iceland, uh, going to uh, London. And yeah, I've had so many ideas for episodes and the old executive dysfunctions got the better of me. I've sort of planned a bunch and then overthought getting them all out there. And I was just sitting there in bed, uh, once again, mapping out some content and decided rather than just writing it down, I was going to speak about it because I think it makes for an interesting topic of conversation. Um I guess what's happened last time, since last time I spoke to you, obviously the Open's done and dusted. The team is through to the quarterfinals. That takes place this week. Um, the weather is slowly taking a turn for the better here in Iceland. What I mean by a turn for the better is <laughs> it's like eight degrees some days. Actually, I think we crept up to the double digits the other day and hit 10 degrees, which it's insane for me to think that that is good weather considering a day of 10 degrees or less back home would be fucking cold. Like that's the middle of winter. People are freaking out, getting massive coats and whatnot ready to go. So, but that and the fact that it's light, it's now 8.30 at night and it's still kind of twilight outside. That combined has been unbelievable just in terms of, being able to get out of the house, feeling uh, like you can go out, go exploring, not having to put so many layers on to go anywhere and then have to take them all off. So that in of itself has just meant that I'm spending less time at home, spending less time here in my room and uh, potentially why it's taken a little while to get some of this content out there. Um, I'm going back and today what I wanted to talk to you about is talking about mental health, why I guess I'm so passionate about speaking about mental health and within that, try to really make sure that my messaging and what I am trying to kind of present to you guys and tell you guys and this, whether that's through stories about my own mental health journey or the information that I try to share with you, the stuff that I kind of am learning about or have been practicing myself, is I want to make sure that that messaging is really clear and I want to make sure that it's not being lost amidst the kind of, just like the 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 niceties and the 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 idea that you know just speaking about mental health you know speaking about mental health is 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 almost I don't say popular at the moment but it's definitely in vogue in some capacity and as such I just really felt compelled to talk about the reasons why I am doing it and hopefully in that provide you the listener with a lens a lens probably not the right word but uh, a lens through which to consume the content that I put out there and so you guys are actually getting what I'm saying and absorbing the messaging that I'm trying to present to you so I started speaking about mental health openly in 2017 and the immediate response I had was a mixture of people that were kind of enamored by it. And then obviously that's something that feels nice at the time. It's nice to have, to feel appreciated, obviously. 
But there were so many people that reached out to me to say that what I was saying resonated with them and that it spoke to them and gave them a sense of belonging and a sense of connection to someone else that's experiencing these these similar kind of strange feelings or at the time feelings that may have been strange to them. What was really cool about that was the number of guys that reached out to me. Um, now, just a little caveat to that. As is always the case when I put out mental health content, I do get inundated with people for whom the content does resonate with. And I just need to say again, I'm so sorry that I don't get back to everyone. I simply don't have the time, but understand that I do read almost every single message that comes through my inbox um, and that I just love the fact that so many of you are willing to open up because you feel that sense of connection and don't feel like that sense of connection doesn't exist because when I read your stories and when I hear your stories, I'm so enamored by the fact that you're able to speak them and that you feel empowered to do that through having listened to my own. So please, please, please understand that though I'd love to get back to everyone, I just can't. But yeah, that's the first reason I decide to speak about it because I understand that for a lot of people, mental health and mental illness particularly can be a very isolating, confusing experience. It certainly was for me until I actually started to take steps to, to manage my mental health and to start working on it. And so if in openly sharing my own stories, it encourages other or it gives other people that sense of connection and that sense of uh, being you know understood or that sense of understanding then that's a huge 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 win for me and it's funny one of the first times I really felt a sense of I don't know if empowerment's the right word but a sense of uh, I, I honestly can't think of the word but a sense of not being alone in some of the more what I thought was more kind of ridiculous mental health issues that I've had over the years was reading one of Russell Brand, the comedian's old books. And in his books, he talked about some of his own experiences and some of his own thoughts and feelings around, uh, you know, his body image issues. He had an eating disorder about addiction, uh, his need for validation and all these kind of things that I'd wrestled with for a long time within myself, but had never felt I could ever externalize or articulate or speak about because to do so would be so like, would just make me such a fucking idiot. So hearing him speak so openly about his own mental health journey was really empowering for me. And so I really hope that there is potentially a sense of that in me speaking about this stuff for some of you guys. The second reason is something that I, when like having been kind of aware of the fact that my brain didn't necessarily work the same as everyone else's from a very, very young age, something that I've gotten very good at, well, I believe I've gotten very good at, is figuring out how to articulate how I'm thinking and feeling to explain it to other people if I need to explain it to other people. And if anything, to be able to explain how I'm thinking and feeling to myself. Now, the reason for that is because my thoughts and feelings can be so fragmented and so jumbled. 
using the written word particularly to try and articulate that has always allowed me to organize my thoughts, to create a sense of cohesiveness and to follow a thought chain from start to finish. Otherwise, I can jump from thought to thought to thought to thought. Writing it down, I follow it through from start to finish and I give it some structure and I actually organize that thought chain and can potentially sometimes work through a troubling something that is bothering me or something that I'm finding difficult in doing so. Now, as part of that, that ability to express these complex thoughts and feelings, one of the cool bits of feedback I get from people who who listen to my content or watch it or read it, however, however you guys, lovely people out there are uh, listening to this, is that they feel like it gives them, it helps them articulate their own thoughts and feelings. Perhaps they resonate with something that I'm saying and as they resonate with that, they're then able to use that to actually explain either to someone else or even just to themselves to be able to actually all figure out what they're thinking and articulate that to themselves or to a partner, to a therapist, to someone along those lines. And I've had some incredibly... Mm, oh, fuck, I'm getting emotional. Um, I've had some incredibly moving experiences with that. Uh, like I get the messages every now and again, and that's awesome. But I had a girl come up to me at Waterpalooza actually, and, and she just gave me a hug and a letter. And she said she couldn't tell me the letter because she would get emotional if she gave if she said it out loud. But that was kind of the essence of what it said was that it had that in reading my article in the morning chalk up a while ago, it had given her words to use to explain what she was going through to someone else and it had helped profoundly in her relationship. And oh man, that's awesome. Like I just, I'm so pumped to hear that. And if being a good storyteller, being able to just tell my story well enough that other people can then tell theirs is the only thing that I'm good for in this world, then I'm happy with that. So that's a big second one to give people a voice and to give people the right words to to articulate their own stories and their own experiences. Third is to encourage is to normalize it, to normalize it to the point where there's no stigma around it either way. Now this is tricky and this is where it gets tough. What I mean by no stigma around it either way, and it was really cool. I was actually meant to go on the Savan podcast today. I was very excited for that. It's been something I've been very excited uh, to maybe get to do one day and let's save that story for maybe when I go on the podcast. Why? Because it's a, it's a funny one. But um, with that, he shared a clip from another podcast I did where I was talking about the stigma around the positive stigma around speaking about mental health and how I feel like that can be as damaging as the negative stigma. And what I mean by that is when I talk about mental health, it's not meant to be, I'm not trying to have an emotional conversation. I'm not trying to evoke emotion in the listener, positive or negative. What I'm trying to do is just have a conversation about something that affects all of us. We all have mental health. Some people are more mentally healthy than others and some people have mental illness. It's the same as physical health. When we encourage people, overly encourage people or praise them for speaking about mental health as if it is some sort of taboo topic, un, un, like intentionally, that can also be as stigmatizing as, the, as like vilifying people for it. 
can almost be as bad as saying you don't talk about it. Because all of a sudden, what the message is that you're sending to other people is that, first of all, either mental health, having mental health issues is good, which they're fucking not, I'll tell you that much for free. Or that it takes a degree of bravery and courage to speak about them, which it does given the nature of the world at the moment. However, it shouldn't, and it shouldn't because it should just be a normal conversation. And so above all else, when I do speak about my mental health, I'm trying to create very normal, level-headed, unemotional conversations about it. There will always be times I get emotional. I'm a fucking emotional human being. I can't help that. I'm working on it. Um, But yeah, it's very much to try and create normal conversations around it. Uh, Whether I do a good job of that or not, I don't know. You guys can let me know. But yeah, I'm I'm trying my best with that for sure. Um, Fourth... Oh, I had a few different reasons here. I probably should have written them down and then articulated them. But I guess another reason as well, I mean, I guess I use humor when I talk about it, self-deprecating humor. And I think a big part of self using self-deprecating humor is a, is, is a shield and is my own uh, coping mechanism to kind of uh, bring light to an otherwise fucking frustrating at times situation. But yeah, I guess as well, it's it's as much for the people that are dealing with other people that have mental health in their life too, for them to kind of opt into it. Um, and also for people to destigmatize the process of getting help, right? To destigmatize the process of getting help, to say in the same way that I speak about therapy and I speak about doing things to improve my mental health, it's no different to going to a gym. It's no different to seeing a new trainer new coach, new program. People talk about that all the time. They they should do the same about mental health. And that's, again, part of the whole idea of normalizing the conversation. Lastly, though, I always want to approach conversations around mental health in a very proactive and uh, with a very proactive mindset, pragmatic kind of, well, okay, It's not just enough to talk about mental health. What are you actually doing to improve it? And this is where that whole idea around the positive stigma around talking about mental health can be so damaging. When someone says they have a mental health issue or they're battling with their mental health, simply speaking about it is assigned such high value by certain sects in the world these days. But just speaking about it isn't doing anything to improve it. And if we are given that validation, if we're given that little, like if we feel a sense of validation from just speaking about it, but we're not actually doing something to improve it, then you're never going to get out of the negative patterns and you're never going to break the negative cycles that whatever the mental health issue that you're dealing with is causing. And I can tell you right now, just speaking about it is so liberating and there should be that level of of validation in that. There should be a level of kind of celebration in that. However, it has to be the first step. It has to be the first step in an ongoing journey to actually working on your mental health. So when I'm speaking about it, it's a cry to action. And that action goes far and beyond just owning whatever it is that you're going through. And I really hope in sharing not just the fucking weird shit that goes on in my head, but actually sharing the stuff I'm doing to try and work on that, that empowers you and gives you the tools 
to do the same thing yourself or to help someone else do that same thing too. Because we have to be more proactive about our mental health. It can't just be a conversation. It can't just be a pat on the back and a feel good thing to admit it. That is an amazing part of this and is an amazing part of, of, of that's the start of your mental health journey. That self-awareness. I spoke about that. Self-awareness is the base of the pyramid of mental wellness. Having the self-awareness to know something's wrong and having the courage to speak out about it, fucking epic. Then what? that's where the true value in my content, or I hope the true value in my content lies in sharing the steps that I take to work on my mental health and how that's progressing. So yeah, just really wanted to get that out there. I feel like there's, uh, you know, I said it's such a buzz topic at the moment and I do speak so passionately about it, but I just, I'm so, 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 conscious of my message of knowing what the message is that I want to get out there when I do speak about mental health and I'm not wanting that to be diluted or misconstrued because it is something that I'm so fucking passionate about and it is something that we all all need to 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 take more action on and take ownership of but yeah wish me luck for the quarterfinals this weekend that should be a blast I'm looking forward to competing with the team everyone's red hot and raring to go and um, I will speak to you all again soon ah next episodes I have some really exciting stuff coming up I want to do a I'm going to do a two-parter on ADHD specifically I get so many messages from people who either have ADHD think they might have ADHD uh, feel like they relate to some of the symptoms that I talk about and there's a big part of that is going to be talking about how you can feel like you relate to different traits and symptoms of a mental illness, but it doesn't mean you have it. Like we all experience, you know, mental health, as I said, exists on a spectrum and therefore you can resonate with someone's, what someone's saying about mental health and it not necessarily mean that you have a mental illness. So that's a big thing. But yeah, that'll be my ADHD two-parter. The answer some of the questions that you guys sent through, um, they were really awesome. Some of those make will make for fantastic full episodes. I was going to get my butt into gear and back to doing this more regularly. So thanks again for listening, guys, and I'll see you all soon.